every single producer I coach in TV placement mastery, like most of them are just they're just in their head. I listen to the music. I'm like, yo, first off, you wouldn't even get in TV placement mastery unless your music is good um, and has potential. So most of them, it's just like, yo, music's great. All you need now is the know-how. Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays, and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back. To the Music Is My Business podcast and the live Q&A today, I'm going to talk about some tips for creating sync-friendly music that aligns with the different types of media that, that that's out there. I came across some, uh, some really dope updates that I want to, um, well, more of an update that I'm going to share with you guys. So um, definitely stick around. We're gonna drop some. We're gonna drop some gems that's gonna help you on your sync journey for sure. But let's see who we have in the building. Glad to be back after a week off. Kadan, what's good? Good to see you, bro. Anthony Reels in the building. I see you. Here we go. Here we go. With these tiny, these tiny messages. <laughs> what's good? I don't know what's up with that, man. They just shrink. After a week, they just shrink back down. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about that. What else, man? What else do I want to talk about? Um, and I guess that kind of ties in with how to identify uh, and target the right sync opportunities. Because just because you're trying to get started in sync, like, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, just shoot for everything. Um, so... We'll definitely get in that. G5 Productions, what's good? All is well, bro. Hope all is well your way. Patty P in the building. What's up, Patty B? I see Patty and Kadan, a member of Team Dope. Shout out to Team Dope on the channel. Uh, let's see. Who else we got in the building? Uh, shout out to everybody in the stream. Let me know where you guys are from. Let me know what you do. Let me see who we have in the building. Baby Kango representing Cali. I see you. Um, shout out to Cali. Flares is in the building, always needs the tip. Shout out to Flares. He was hanging out with us a couple weeks ago. Super dope conversation. Um, you'll probably see that content going out this week. Um, so, yeah, Michael Connor is back in the building. Shout out to Michael Connor. Um, composer Austin, Texas. Shout out to Gerald Dett Music. What's good? Yo. Who's in Atlanta? Do we got anybody in Atlanta? Georgia producer, songwriter, Chris Bailey. What's up? If there's anybody in here, in Atlanta, Nathaniel Jacobs, I see you. What's up? Tomorrow, Thursday, August 31st, because I know by the time this ends up on the podcast, you've, you've already missed it. If you're listening to the podcast, welcome. You've missed what I'm about to say because of the nature of how this is recorded and when it's scheduled. However, we are having, and when I say we, I mean my guy Eric Campbell from Control Camp, the Control Camp. If you don't know about Control Camp, you're missing out. But Eric and I are doing a completely 100% free sync meetup here in Atlanta from 6 to 9 p.m., thursday august 31st which is tomorrow at the time of this recording the time of this stream it's gonna be lit we're just we're hanging out man we're gonna we're gonna just chop it up get the get the meet a lot of you all that we interact with online that's always dope um so super excited about that it's gonna be at the chattahoochee food works uh, real dope spot so it's gonna be dope, man. So come through, chop it up with us, meet us in person if we haven't met already. If we have met already, meet us again. Come say hello. Let's catch up. Um, so it'd be cool um, to to kind of you know put faces to social media handles and whatnot. Um, Anthony Reels, I'm 30 minutes from Atlanta. I know Eric. Super dope. Yeah, man. Um, Everyday Runway will be at the meetup tomorrow. Super dope. Let's go. Looking forward to meeting you every day, Runway. Um, <clears throat> L.A. in the building. Composer, producer, songwriter. I love it. I love it. Super dope. So let's... How, what, what do I want to dig into first? Do I want to dig into what I discovered when I was coaching my TV Place with Mastery students the other week? 
or do I want to start with identifying like which what, what you're trying to aim for? Let's let's talk about let's talk about identifying and kind of picking a target in sync. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people make the mistake, especially producers, because sometimes we can produce a lot of different styles, but we make the mistake of literally trying to like go after everything. And like, you know, sometimes that could work. Sometimes it doesn't because sometimes you, you kind of have to figure out like what you like. So definitely try different things. But I think um, when it comes to especially if you're just getting started in this space, I think you should really just take some time and just think about what you're good at, like currently and what you would, you know, what you would like to do in this sync space, you know, like. Would you like to do the trailer stuff? We talked about a bunch of trailer stuff with uh, with flares the other week. So go check that episode out if you haven't listened to that already. Um, you know, do you want to do, uh, you know, ad stuff and just focus on working, you know, for brands, ad campaigns and things like that? Or do you want to do more production music stuff where you're working on creating production music albums and, and production music and songs for um, TV shows and things like that, that different clients can can use and relicense over and over and over again? Um, or do you want to work on more like, you know, custom projects, which some of this stuff kind of gets mixed in when you work when you work with different publishers because they all, you know, they have different clients. So different projects come across the table. So, you know, just really hone in and try and figure out like what you really want to focus on um, and then just start to like study that, um, figure out, you know, the genre that you want to focus on first. Um, and then just like just start with that and then try it. Be consistent at that for a while. See if you can pick up traction. If you don't get any traction or you're getting feedback that says, oh, like this is this is more geared towards this or that then maybe redirect a little bit kind of pivot and then focus a little bit more on those things um so that's something to keep in mind like when you're you're getting started anthony says where's the meetup it's at uh it's in atlanta chattahoochee food works in atlanta um if you go to my profile my instagram profile there's a there's a flyer on there um there shout out to lw she got it she got you um so yeah. So, you know, identify and target like what what you really want to do um, so that you can, you know, you can have some some type of direction because there's a lot of different lanes within sync. And, you know, if you don't if you're not focused, it can be really, really easy to get distracted. And, you know, you'll have a hard time just kind of figuring figuring out where um, where you where you fit in. Um, and then once you kind of get get an idea of how things work um as far as you know just deadlines deliverables briefs working and communicating with publishers then you can start to branch out and try other things you know that may be trying a different genre that may be trying um just a different space you know um production music versus ads or scoring to pictures like a whole nother thing um so i think um you know i, I think that helps a lot um, Flair says, get feedback early on to help hone in your lane. Clint's live stream is a great place to get that insight. Man, I appreciate it. Yeah, I agree 100%, man. Getting that feedback. Like, I feel like <clears throat> that's why I do the, the, the live music reviews, too, because what keeps a lot of producers from getting started and a lot of artists and writers um, is that they're again they're in their own head like they don't know if their music is ready or not because they haven't really shared it with anybody they don't post it online um so it's just like they're like i don't like i don't know like i don't know if it's ready or not so i don't want to submit it because i don't want to ruin an opportunity you know so you have to kind of work past that and come to a safe place where you can share your music and then people's people are going to give you honest feedback um, so that you can grow and get better, um, which is why at 930 p.m. we'll be doing live music reviews to see if your music is ready for TV right after this podcast recording. So 
yeah that's why i do that um because you need that man you need that feedback somebody somebody got to tell you because you just ain't gonna know your family your mama gonna say everything sounds great like that ain't gonna help you i'm sorry <laughs> unless, unless your mom is like an experienced professional in music and in sync you know she has the best intentions but you know my mama ain't gonna help you get to the next level she's not gonna help you so um get better get stronger exactly um i'm definitely in my head i see it all the time man every, like every single producer i coach in tv placement mastery like most of them um most of them are just they're just in their head i listen to the music i'm like yo first off you wouldn't even get in tv placement mastery unless your music is good um it has potential so most of them it's just like yo music's great all you need now is the know-how you know you need you need some structure um and then you need some consistency and accountability and those things push you over over the edge you know what i'm saying so like that takes you from getting zero results to you know getting your first licensing deal um getting your first placement getting your first 10 placements 100 placements like whatever it is um that's that's what helps man having that accountability having someone who who you know who has been there already that can tell you okay you can save a lot of time if you just skip this step just do this you know what i mean um so that's why coaching is, is crucial how long should you wait for a response before submitting to another library oh i don't wait i just keep going like yo we every every day like boom just keep going till somebody hits you back if they hit back late and the music is already signed that's their bad you know they waited too late these tracks are signed i have more just like it if you want and um you know that's how i usually do it but yeah don't wait like don't submit to one company wait for them to hit you back before moving on with the music like we got to put this music to work we got to get it out there um so that's what i recommend um <clears throat> don't don't wait should be no time just keep keep it going till you get till you get the results you want to get um so yeah rob hamlet what's good good to see you in the building um michael connor says i like to diversify my sound a little to include trailer style music but with afro beat afro rhythms to give it a unique sound black panther three four five <laughs> he just, he's just trying to do all the black panthers from here on out i love it yeah man and it's like it, that's dope too because it's like you're still within you're still within like a lane of your own excuse me but in different lanes you know you know what i mean so I think that's uh i think that's pretty cool it's almost like it's kind of like sonic branding you know because you know you just you you have a certain sound and then that translates no matter what you do if you're working on an ad you know it's going to be formatted for a, an ad like a 30 60 second ad but it's still going to have that sound you know a michael connor music sound um so that's dope <clears throat> Uh, Michael says, I'm honestly so grateful for this community. Community always keeps it real and it's helped me tremendously. Super glad, man. I love to hear that. Glad it helps. Um, Pro Audio Mastering was good. Appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, that's, that's what it's all about, man. The You know, having a, a safe community. Um, a a judgment-free zone. A judgment-free zone. Um, so let's talk about some tips for creating sync friendly music that aligns with different types of media um we're, we're gonna dig into that we got some questions let's, let's answer a couple questions first can you explain an in-store sync an in-store sync i don't know I, I think it it sounds like it's just something that's playing in a store like i could be taking that way too literal but i don't know like that that's what i think about um when i think in store sync um so I'm, I'm not sure depending on you know where wherever you heard that from i would probably ask them for more explanation um and clarification um so yeah 
AP Johnson, how much does it cost to join your Sync Music Review? Also, is your program open to join? Uh, for the, the music review that we do at 9.30, it's free. Like You just come through. You can submit your track. We go in order of submission. Um, but then if you want to skip the line, then you can do a, a super chat. It's like a $25 super chat if you just want to skip the line. If you're a producer and you want to get your music placed in TV and film, but you just don't know where to start, the Road to 10 Placements is where you start. This is the ultimate blueprint to landing your first 10 TV placements, and it's the exact blueprint I use to get started in sync without having any connections or without having any placements. This course is going to teach you how to produce, prepare, and pitch placement-ready music for TV. This course has helped producers all over the world get placements on networks such as MTV, NBC, VH1, NBA Network, Hulu, Netflix, and a bunch of others. Listen, it took me seven years to get to my first TV placement, but this course has helped producers see TV placements in as little as six months, which is insane. So this course can help you go from zero placements to TV placements fast. Enrollment is now open, so go to roadto10placements.com. That's road to the number 10 placements.com. Make sure you use the discount code pod cast 20 to take 20% off at road to 10 placements.com go enroll today you don't have to but i will warn you that usually a lot of people start super chatting and then we don't get through the entire list um in an hour so yeah and then as far as the program it's not open to join is invite only um you can apply uh just go to tvplacementmastery.com if you want to apply and i think the the link is in the bio um I, not the bio, the description. Y'all see, I be on, me on Instagram too much talking about the link is in the bio. Um, I want to get into television and film. Plus, I have my own movie script, so hopefully, I can help other creators out um, in the process. Oh, that's super dope. Yeah, man, creating creating opportunities. Like I know, I know a producer. He he like literally created like his own animated series or something like that and then just like start putting his own music in there he was just like sync i'm gonna create something to get syncs with since i ain't there ain't nobody trying to sign my music um thoughts on llc formation and whether to start a foreign one for sync business for tax benefits um uh to start a foreign llc I, I don't have any experience with starting a foreign LLC. Like the most foreign my LLCs have gotten is just out of the state, like in a different state. Um, and that like, you know, I've only done that um, when I moved from Ohio and I had to unless pretty much like I, I had an LLC in Ohio, moved to Georgia and unless i wanted to pay double taxes in ohio and georgia i needed to start an llc in georgia and just operate in georgia um so that's what i did um <clears throat> but you know you can you can take advantage of of some some tax benefits by it's not necessarily the llc it's the it's how you like it's how you operate like financially as well that makes a big difference because you could you could just be just a regular sole proprietor and still you know take advantage of tax advantages if you have a business you have a business account um which yeah i think that's a good question too if you can open a business account as a sole proprietor or if you would need it like at least a LLC I'm not sure and it probably depends on the bank but um you know if if you're separating like your business expenses and you're keeping track of that stuff from aside from like your personal stuff um you know even if you're just a, a sole proprietor um or like a freelancer and you just get like 1099s and stuff like that um, you can still take advantage of, of, you know, some business tax advantages. So, um, but I would talk to a, uh, a CPA. Matter of fact, I need to follow up with, uh, my accountant and get her on the podcast. She said she would come on and chop it up with y'all. So I'm gonna follow up with her and get her on here. Now that she's probably, she was like, you, you never can get like the dope tax professionals during tax time because they're doing taxes and they're swamped. So 
uh yeah she was just like yo like follow up with me after this season um so she's probably not as busy right now so now would probably be a good time to reach out and get her on and then we can geek out on on tax savings how to keep more of your money because listen boy <laughs> uncle sam wants his portion man he wants every bit of it but when you're smart you got professionals in your corner man listen the irs will be cutting you a check during tax time um Afrobeats briefs will be using Michael's music as a reference. Facts. Like, everybody's going to start getting Afrobeats and it's going to be Michael's music. We're like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. This is Michael's. We're just going to hit you up, Michael. <laughs> like, what would you do? Um, my artist secured an in store sync from a company that supplies a network of stores with music. I got you. Just want to know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I've had that in, in Europe, like a lot of stores and malls and like retail places um, use some music and it's it's kind of like streaming, um, like streaming royalties, uh, sort of like streaming radio almost in a sense. Like it's it's different. Like it's it's sort of it's not picture necessarily. It's not picture. So it's, it's like it's kind of like streaming, um, you know streaming some sort of streaming do you happen to know how royalties work for video game placements i don't like i don't think um from what i've heard you know i think a lot of situations i don't think you get royalties on video games depending on what that agreement looks like but best person to ask would be diy music biz who by the way we're trying to lock in um he well no he i mean he's already said like i'm down so he will be at the shades of sync conference in atlanta on in um in november and like he's gonna give y'all all the all the the sound design and video game sauce um so all the questions you have like about video games like write those joints down and then bring them to shades of sync um and if y'all haven't i don't know if y'all heard but shades of sync is now in person and virtual so if you can get to the a in november i highly recommend you get to the a in november because it's gonna be it's just gonna be dope it's gonna be dope um if you can't make it you know we understand but at least join us virtually and get these gems right now early bird tickets are available too so shadesofsync.com shameless plug any newbies in the house that's a good question um so okay let's uh I'll, I'll get back to some questions i want to i want to dig into what i found out let me see if i can share my screen i found out something pretty cool let's see let me see okay it let it let me share my screen so look what look what i found out i was in a coaching session and I don't, we, we were talking about tune find and pretty much how to, you know, how to study what's what's already working. Right. So look at this tune find. You can look up music that's been on TV shows, movies, games. But look at this. Look at this right here. Ads. It's beta. But look. It shows you ads now, like before you know we would use ispot.tv and if you go to and it's another resource um ispot.tv you can go to is it ad is it ad center okay top ads so you can go to the top ads um and what whatever whatever category super bowl you can go to these top ads right and you listen and watch the ads and see what kind of music the ads are using so that you know like the trends in in sync as far as ads is concerned so if ads is the space you're trying to break into in the sync um now you have a couple different resources you have ispot.tv i'm giving y'all i'm giving y'all like high level coaching sauce right now and you have tune find with with ads beta so tune find honestly tune find is like an all-in-one now that they added the whole ads thing um so honestly i haven't 
I haven't played around with it, but look, they show they this just go straight to the track. So this is a Bud Light. Uh, why do I have eight songs? I don't, I don't know. What, okay, so this is Zach Zach Brown. <laughs> So you can like literally listen to the music that's being used in ads. See if you pick up on some trends. You can study, see how the music is structured for the ads. You know what I'm saying? Um, and just kind of create your own little little swipe file of music that worked. Like, listen, the whole cheat code in this sync thing is just just doing what already works like you don't have to you don't have to reinvent the wheel again like no just do what works go to what already worked and do more of that that's it that's all you got to do you don't have to create like just this you know don't make it harder on yourself um here's the I, uh, apple iphone commercial you can't hurt me no more so, um, oh shoot, this probably I can't play this stuff on. The, <laughs> this is about to get my podcast demonetized and taken down and everything. Um, but I thought that was super dope that they added that. Um, so shout out to uh, shout out to TuneFind for like adding that. And then there's a trending section, so you can see the music that's trending and what it's what has been heard on. Um, Oh, this is fire. Let me show you all this, too. Look, there's a trending section. And literally, like, you can see, like, what was trending last week. And then the shows that it was on. So you can see this. This was heard on these shows. Um, you can get good, you know, subject ideas. Shout out. Look, Whitney Houston. Oh, well, I guess it was heard on, on her own her own show but Whitney Houston still getting sinks this is what I mean like people think I just be exaggerating I think when it when I say like you get paid royalties way beyond your life like longer than you live like it, it literally just does not stop um so Whitney Houston rest her soul is still getting sinks out here this was 2022 um all of these were 2022 People singing her music, like, she getting synced out here. Sing 2. Um, Sing 2 gave a lot of people syncs. Like, they was just singing all the all the hits. Um, which is, that's a whole nother, that's a, that's a whole nother thing. I was watching Sing 2 with my kids. I took the, the boys to the movies um, during the summer, and they have this matinee thing. So we go watch movies. So I took them and I'm literally watching Sing 2 and I'm like, yo, I low-key feel like they created Sing and Sing 2 just to have Sing opportunities for this music. Like, they just created a fun show. It's like, yo, we just about to throw all of these songs in here. Just make some money real quick. That's what I think. That's my, that's my, that's my conspiracy theory. My Sync conspiracy theory. Um, so shout out to tunefine.com. Check like it's a resource, man. Use that joint. Um, cause they they stepping it up. <clears throat> um QT, the guy that finally got rolled to 10 placements, straight gems. Appreciate that, man. Welcome to the Road to 10 placement gang. Let's go. That's DJ. Man, right um so all right, let's uh let's get back to some questions. Devon says, yo, what's good? Is it normal for the library I'm working with exclusively to register the songs I produce through my pro, or should I be doing that myself? Um, yeah, it's it's normal for them to register it for you. Um, especially if it's exclusively. Usually, yeah, they kind of take care of that. If they haven't, reach out to them and ask, like, yo, hey, is this something you all take care of, or is this something, you know, I should be doing on my end? But usually they they take care of that stuff. Uh, Cause they have to make sure there's not like double names for the titles and all that stuff. So yeah. Let's go. That's, that's, that's bottle number three. I need to be drinking like five of those. <clears throat> um, 
so yeah that's why i love you know working with publishers man it's a partnership like i understand you know people who want to like go just direct like i would want to talk to the the director and you know <clears throat> the music suit which is cool but if you partner with a publisher man it takes a lot of takes a lot of admin work off your hands um a lot of things you don't have to worry about you know like negotiating and all that stuff like you don't have to worry about that the publisher does it for you you just create send it to them and you're good to go <clears throat> so if you're a producer and you've been pitching your music for TV and film and the music libraries and supervisors just keep telling you no, but you know your production is fire, it's probably because your structure is off. The structure is everything and it gives the editors everything they need to be able to place your music and give them the flexibility to place it where they want to place it and how they want to place it. So I've created the How to Structure Instrumentals for TV and Film video course where you're going to learn how to structure music for higher TV placement potential, how to produce music with effective standards slash button endings and how to produce engaging music that builds and keeps the listener interested. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just use a structure that already works. I'll show you how to do it. Go to clintproductions.com slash courses. That's clintproductions.com slash courses. Get the how to structure instrumentals for TV and film and use the discount code podcast 20 so you can take 20% off that joint. Again, it's clintproductions.com slash courses. Grab that course and let it help you today. Yeah. Um Big Bird, I got a Big Bird. That's hilarious. I got a situation I wasn't able to do my class with you. I was ill. I tried to contact you but couldn't. How can I accomplish this? Um which uh which class? Master class? Beats for TV Live? Um email support at beatsfortvlive.com if it's the master class you're talking about and we'll um we'll figure out what's going on if you were um i take it you had the vip ticket um <clears throat> because there there was a, a replay option um so just email support at beatsfortvlive.com um I'm a producer like you and wanted to know, have you ever made a beat for an artist? If not, would you like to? Yes, I have made a beat for a lot of artists. Um, yeah, I don't um, I don't do it as much now because I kind of focus on sync. And honestly, the like I create songs with artists, but they're more so sync based artists. You know what I mean? And there's like. You know there can be a difference between the artist who works in sync a lot and just the artist who has no idea about sync um so yeah I'm, I'm either working with artists who just their primary focus is sync or i'm working with songwriters who are just super duper dope that they can honestly be artists but they prefer to just chill and, and just be really great songwriters um so yeah Interested to hear your take on budgeting with inconsistent income from quarterly royalties. Ooh, this is a good question. Um, so budgeting when you don't know how much you're getting every quarter. Um, that's why that's that's why I waited for a few years before quitting my job. Like I waited a few years for my music business to to make you know either the same or more than my day job before i actually quit because of that exact reason it's like you know you could have a great quarter you could have a great year but is it will it be consistent and can you build a budget around it so if you do it like over the span of three years you can kind of take a step back and see okay this is about what I make on average every year. So what you could do is, you know, depending depending on how much you get. <clears throat> well, first, you can save up um, and just kind of create a saving. So if you do have like a slow quarter or something like that, you got something you can pull from to make sure the bills still get paid. Um, so that's number one. You get that. Then. You could budget out your bills quarterly. So if you only get paid quarterly 
if it's enough to where you can like budget out your bills, say for the next um, few months or whatever, you could do it that way. And then, you know, OK, boom, everything is covered for these next three months. So for these next three months, I'm going to just grind and, and, you know, work on projects and, and you know, make more money, do what I have to do um, to, to make sure, you know, when the, the other the next quarter comes around, you know, you're in a good place. And then, you know, you'll see what that that royalty check is. Um, and then that'll just kind of add to that. Um, so you can kind of budget it out quarterly. If you're getting paid quarterly, you budget it out quarterly. Um, I recommend, you know, creating like just multiple streams of income. And so you're not just solely relying on the quarterly royalties because those can go up and down. So, you know, think about all the skills you have as a producer. Are there other things you can do to generate income in, in your business? So, you know, if you're leasing beats to artists or you're working on um, artist projects, you know, if you're recording, engineering, mixing, mastering, um, voiceover work i know some producers in here do voiceover stuff um you know video editing audio editing like whatever whatever it is like just do other things so that you know you're not just relying on just like the single stream um within your production business because those streams them streams don't be streaming like you want them to stream all the time so you need some other streams to add to the stream when that stream gets low so that's what i recommend um doing that you know making sure you got you got you know three to six months saved up to begin with and then you know start budgeting you know you can start budgeting from a, a quarterly perspective or monthly like however however like it depends on what your cash flow looks like at the end of the day um so yeah um, I was asking to see if there was a way to avoid paying income tax on the LLC's revenue in your home state by having an out-of-state LLC somewhere like Wyoming where there is no income tax. No, because if you're if you're operating in another state and you're doing business in another state um, that requires taxes, like once you hit a certain, I think it may be like a certain threshold. Um, once you hit a certain threshold, um they're gonna be like yeah like you gotta pay up because you're living here you're living here you're operating your business here um you're making money here we need that we need some of that um so you'll have you know your state taxes and your federal taxes that's just gonna follow you no matter where what state you're in because uh, that's at the federal level um and then i guess you probably you know you probably wouldn't get taxed double if the other state doesn't have income tax um but yeah or sell or whatever yeah um income tax so yeah i don't think uh i don't think there's a way you can you can avoid that in a non-complicated way <laughs> um so yeah all right let's see we got time for more questions i hear about that a lot people setting up um LLCs in Nevada for different reasons <clears throat> um but yeah I'm not sure um tune fine and I spot generally only play songs I haven't found anywhere to listen to instrumental tracks that are being placed especially on ads am I missing a resource um that's a good point you definitely hear mostly songs on those um but instrumentals with instrumentals you know I, yeah i don't think there's not that not that i know of man like outside of just the music libraries themselves like the music libraries will have all the instrumentals um or just listening to the shows but of course you listening to people talk over that stuff um but yeah i think like just going directly to the, the music libraries websites probably the only place you can listen to some instrumental stuff um but then that's kind of hard because you ne can't necessarily tell what's gotten placed, um, you know, at, when you're surfing through that stuff. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Reference gold mine for sure. LW, listen, like they they about to shut this joint down. Like, nope. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how that I don't think I played it long enough. I don't know how that works on the on the podcast platform um 
so we'll see if I get a, a nice little email um, then we'll know okay we can't do that anymore um, so yeah I see BMI is trying to sell themselves again would you recommend steering clear and signing with ASCAP or CSAC I know people say go with whichever is active in your city but neither is active it lives ain't nobody active in ATL BMI may be here but um, yeah you know what <sighs> I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think we'll have to see. Like, I don't. BMI selling. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that, what that would would end up looking like for the for the writers. Um, not sure if it would be a bad thing or a good thing. Um, so I'm not sure. It's a good question. Something to think about. <laughs> Sing licensing generation of wealth point blank that's it um so yeah will will there be any music soups at shades of sync and will there be a pitch session with some feedback from them yes there will be there will be um music supervisors there there'll be sync agents there'll be like we're literally trying to bring in everyone from like every step of the process in sync so um we we've been reaching out to music coordinators supervisors sync agents library owners uh, creatives artists songwriters people in video game space sound design um you know producers um people who work on ads people who work on trailers people who work on t um, production music for tv um like we're literally like trying to cover every spec like every part of the spectrum when it comes to sync um so yeah um that is definitely happening and then yeah me and jay were talking about that we was just like yo um we're we're trying to figure out how we want to do like the uh the pitch session um but yeah that's something that we definitely want to implement because like I, I feel like you'll get you'll get a lot of value from that like you're in you're already in the building with them why not set up some type of pitch pitch session where they can at least listen to it um and then if it's you know if it's something they rock with then maybe you guys can continue the conversation um further you know outside the event so yeah we're definitely going to make sure um something like that is is in place because you know i mean that's that's what it's all about man connecting the dots and, and giving you all um opportunity you know and, and the information um to 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 make it happen man um because we made it happen so we we know we know how how information can change the situation so we we're about to share all of it in a day um so yeah is the venue already picked out for shades of sync looking for hotels close to the venue yes it is it'll be in uh well, i think it's in midtown um <clears throat> for sure uh but yeah you will definitely keep you updated um you know for every like all the ticket holders you you guys are going to get emails and stuff um about venue address so you guys can you know can start planning ahead and things like that but if yeah, if i'm not mistaken um let me see uh see i think it's in midtown though if i'm not mistaken let me pull up my maps <clears throat> uh it's like hold on let me zoom out uh it's more so it's more buckhead yeah it's buckhead ish um yeah no that's definitely buckhead so yeah buckhead area you end up anywhere in the buckhead area um you're good um so yeah and then even you know even if you're like a little like outside you'll still you'll still be kind of good um depending on like getting near a a major freeway <clears throat> that airport traffic get crazy though so 
<laughs> we was definitely not trying to be close to that. Um, especially if you're trying, if you're getting out by like rush hour. Oh my gosh. Um, so it was a masterclass. Yeah, yeah, definitely shoot shoot them an email. Um, do you have an engineer master your two tracks, and what should we expect um, to per, per track if if we do? No, I um I mix and master my own stuff, um, but definitely have you've tried getting tv placements on your own you've taken the courses you've done the pitching you've done the research and the studying but for some reason you keep hitting a brick wall and hearing no and you don't know why well one thing you need to know is that there's always a reason why and it may be time for you to seek mentorship so you can find out exactly what's going wrong in your process so i want to invite you to apply for my three-month producer mentorship program where you're going to learn how to implement my 60-day music licensing plan you're going to learn how to increase the chances of your music getting placed and you're going to receive detailed music reviews prior to submissions to minimize publisher rejection i'm going to walk through the entire process with you to get you to your first music licensing deal within 90 days if you want to get one of those slots make sure you go to producermentorship.com to apply and if you're a good fit i'll be sure to reach out to you when another slot opens up to apply go to producermentorship.com that's producermentorship.com last time producermentorship.com now let's get back to the show it depends on the company like whatever the company wants you to have as far as stems make sure you get that stuff um but i would to make it easier if you don't know and you're working with another engineer have them bounce out all of your stems individual stems um mastered and unmastered so you get both versions and then you can kind of create your own mixes from there because uh, you really don't have to do much but you know do some leveling stuff and then you're you're good to go <clears throat> so yeah aj what's your creation process do you create um a few sounds for different types of briefs um i work i, I create templates so once i have something that that worked and gets accepted and gets placed i'll create a template from it and then that'll be you know what i use for a particular style so um i've been itching to do some more ama piano music so I have a template for that. Um, I have a template for, you know, like epic hip hop stuff, um, a template for ambient stuff, tension stuff. So I just work off templates, man. And, you know, uh, the sounds in there, um, you know, I know for like my sports stuff, I'm always going to have some brass, maybe some strings, um, synth, um, just different things that you know that you know you're gonna have and then you know depending on how much time i have like i just submitted to a brief i didn't have time to really create any new music this week um but i had something already you know stashed away that worked for the brief so i just submitted that because it wasn't submitted yet um so i only submitted one track for that brief um but you know you know that one that one song you know it, it, it'll it'll you know i think it'll do good because it's number one it's a full song um so we'll have opportunities for upfront sync fees and stuff like that um and you know i think most importantly instead of just like oh like i want to have like 50 tracks per brief to submit because it's a numbers game like that's not necessarily the best approach to take all the time because you want the tracks that you submit to actually fit the brief like that's the most important thing like if you only submit one track but that one track is like spot on to what they're asking for um i'll be more happy with that with sending that one track than sending like 10 tracks that like ah like you could probably force it to work but it ain't really there you know what i mean um so that would be my advice you know do as many as you can just make sure they they actually fit the brief um jay was good um uh everyday runway what's the purpose of a pub admin like song trust i'm self-published so i know they collect international royalties but don't pros in the u.s partner with pros outside the u.s um why do we need a pub admin um yeah i think they go i think they may go a little bit deeper um than just what the pros collect internationally um 
but they would they would be able to answer those questions more for you because I only use Song Trust for I don't use them for like my sync stuff because my sync stuff is already represented by other publishers. So the only stuff I I have with Song Trust is like stuff that's on my beat store and like a bunch of non-exclusive stuff. Um, so you know they'll get um they'll get all types of stuff, man. They'll get some like streaming stuff that you that you would probably miss um stuff that may just fall through the cracks even with the pro but then they're also going to make sure um you're registered you know that stuff is registered properly as well so that you're collecting everything um so they're kind of covering like all the all the bases for you um jay hey clint i came across a brief and it said it takes three to six months to pay the upfront fee. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> so my question is, how long it take you to get paid? Um, man, listen, three to three to six months. That's not, I mean, is that the upfront to pay the upfront fee? I've seen, I've seen three to six months before. I've seen I've seen, you know, one to two months. Um, you know, it really just depends on the company and their accounting department. Because sometimes, like, you have a company where they on they they'll collect all the fees, but then they only pay them out every quarter or biannually. Um, so, you know, you're only going to see two payments from that company a year if they pay biannually, no matter how many sync fees you get, you know, so they're just going to let it accumulate. Then they're just going to pay it out because that's how they do their accounting. Um, whereas some other companies like it can just be, you know, boom, as soon as you finish up a project, you know, you can expect the, you know, your fee in the next 30, 30 to 60 days. Um, so it really depends. Um, but you know one thing i have found for sure is that usually the upfront sync fees on you know on the tv film side i see those a lot faster than i've seen um major label uh you know producer fees <laughs> paid because it's just like it's just this whole drawn out process man with uh the labels and you got you know lawyers are going back and forth and negotiating stuff and language and terms and it's like it'd be like it'd be forever before you see that um so you know comparing the the two i think sync definitely pays faster when it comes to upfront sync fees um and yeah i think typically i think a couple months is is fair to to expect for sure could be less could be longer just depends Flair said, "Sound like Clint needs to start his own publishing company." I am, I'm okay. I'm okay on that. <laughs> I'm okay on that right now. It's a lot, man. It's a lot of work. I, I mean, like I have a publishing company, but it's uh, it's a lot of admin work, man. And I like creating more than I like doing admin work. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens in life. Um, but yeah yeah but no i have one um and occasionally i'll do i'll do a deal with uh with someone like like if i have like an opportunity like currently and it's like say i need a writer because most times it's, it's with um songwriters and things like that there's a few producers but um <clears throat> you know if i have a deal on the table and it like makes sense you know they're not tied down to a, a publishing deal then I'll do something like that. Or I came across like a super dope artist um, and I was like, yo, like this music is syncable. Then, you know, I'm not producing or I like, I'm not involved creatively. So, you know, I do a publishing deal and then connect the dots. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> Kim Durr has entered the building. Shout out to Kim. What's up, Kim? We got a few more minutes. Let me see if I can get like a couple, couple more questions in. Um, let's see. 
um aj are you still actively pitching the music libraries or are you in a place where you think you're good for now for now um yeah no i, I definitely pitch to actively pitch to libraries um most mostly the ones that like i work with on a regular basis but then um a lot of times i'll i'll get hit up by libraries um just kind of you know being who i am in this space you know it attracts opportunities and then i'll have libraries hit me up and you know want me to, to do some stuff for their catalog so um yeah i absolutely like actively do new deals and and have conversations and stuff with libraries and um sync agents and stuff like that um so yeah and i think you know i i like i like to stay active because i think it keeps it keeps me um on the ground as far as like what's going on and like new trends and things like that so that when i'm coaching producers like i'm giving you up-to-date information because like i'm literally like in this as well so you know um anytime i'm learning something new or seeing like a shift or whatever i'm able to share that like in real time not giving you like <laughs> dated information from like a decade ago talking about some this is this is what you need to do now to get in the sink and it's like super old information um which i mean and like a lot of the principles don't really change like you know be professional when you reach out have music ready on hand make sure it's mixed master make sure it sounds good um be a human like don't treat people like they're robots just sitting there waiting to listen to all of your music at once you know so like those things never really change but um yeah uh let's see to yes i chew on beat i chew on beat so listen shout out to lw for the reminder tomorrow night thank you lw atl sync meetup with my guy eric campbell from control camp and myself at the chattahoochee food works 6 to 9 p.m just come through. We're not listening to music, though. A lot of people ask us, like, are you listening to music? Can I bring my music? We're not listening to any music. We're not doing any reviews or anything like that. We're literally just hanging out, having a good time, talking about sync, of course, um, but just having conversation, even if it's not about sync. Like, networking tip, like, if somebody's, you know, on, at the, the side of the, of the venue talking about, I don't know, talking about Marvel movies, when you join the conversation don't come into the conversation talking about sync stuff talk about the marvel movies that's what we're talking about um so that's a networking tip and then naturally the conversation will progress and you end up talking about what you do um so yeah come through it's gonna be fun it's completely free um if you want like if you get thirsty and hungry which most likely i will i'll probably be eating like 30 minutes into the <laughs> into the thing but if you get hungry and thirsty you know you can you can purchase food and drinks and stuff like that um so they'll have they'll have all that stuff there um so yeah it's gonna be dope come through it's a vibe all right let's see um uh everyday runway how to use ai in your workflow dun, 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 dun. i don't even know if i should share this but i'm working i'm working on something for y'all man and it it has to do with ai and i think i'm gonna just like i don't know i don't know i, I think i'm gonna just give it to y'all like i'm gonna just i'm gonna just show you everything i'm using and how to implement it and use it yourself so i'm working on some so stay tuned i can't tell you i can't tell you what it is but i'm working on some things when it comes to this ai and sync and music production and you'll probably you'll probably hear about it sooner sooner than you think sooner than you think so if you're not subscribed to my email list get on my email list because they're going to be the first ones to know about it if you're not on the email list, just go to go to clintproductions.com slash six steps. You'll get a free six step guide um, and you'll get on my email list. Um, so the link to that is in my bio. I, I keep saying that. I just can't help it. The link to that is in the description, YouTube people. Um, so that's it. So listen, we're about to end this joint and we are about to transition. So stick around. We're about to do live music reviews, seeing if your music is ready for TV and film. If it's not, we'll let you know. If it is, we're going to let you know that too. It's going to be fun. I've missed it. I've missed hanging out with y'all. Um, so stick around and 
I'll catch y'all in like two minutes. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.